Absolute Radio is where you can hear Prince, Mumford and Sons, and I will wait, I will wait for you, and the Killers. Can you read my Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Absolute Radio is the home of rock and roll football. Barclays Premier League football commentary every Saturday afternoon. It's about love and life and live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Blinking lights on the airplane wings Up above the trees Blinking down a Morse code signal There's a right going on in my pants, but sadly no looting is taking place. Uh, tonight's show, dear listener, is a bootleg special. Uh, we will be discussing the pros and indeed the cons of the live concert recordings. We're going to have a bootleg er uh, on the uh, show. Let's call him Dave, mainly because that's his name. When he got in touch, I said, well, should we, should we call you something else? He went, my name's Dave. You know, it sounds made up. Uh, and we've got someone from PRS, a guy called Chris from PRS, coming on, uh, discussing that. So if you're a fan of the bootleg, could you give us a call? O double three O. One, two, three, twelve, fifteen, and tell me why you like them and what it is that you get from them that you can't get from official recordings. And if you're anti the bootleg, again, let me know. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. I'm genuinely curious to to, to to gauge the public opinion as to whether it's, it's a lot of for or against or just general antipathy. Antipathies. Is, is that how you say the word, Tom? Pass. I there don't. we go. Antipathy. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom is here. Tom, put the microphone. What, what I'd like to do is put it near your mouth. That's it. And speak into it. Hello. But you can lift this up and everything, man. Ooh. I could do stand up. Tom is in the is in the studio. Um, and Tom is a, a young gentleman who sent me an email saying, "Can I come and interview you?" And I went, "Yep." And you interviewed me. Yeah, I did. Um, how do you think it went? Were you happy with it? Were you disappointed? Did I say anything that you were, were... see how confident I am now compared to the nervous person yeah, you were talking to say, an hour um, ago? You do change quite a lot. Um, yeah. I think it went. I think it went well. I think it went well. I tweeted it went well. And it, well, then, then then if it's on Twitter, then if it it's must on be Twitter, true. It must be real. It must be true. Was there anything that shocked you? No. Okay. <laughs> if you think Tom may have missed a question, oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. Tell him what you missed. Eloise is through there. Hello, Eloise. Hello. Eloise. Get rid of that H. Heloise. No, th- there's no H in my But no, what I've done is I've got the word hello and Eloise, no. and I've saved time by going, Heloise. I won't answer to it. You have done. And in fact, you've, it's, it's, it's brought controversy to the start of the show already. Who's doing is that? Do you... Uh, a lot of people have been saying, um, and I, I don't want to dwell on the rights at all, at all, at all. It'll be in the news and, you know, it's fine. But a lot of people have been saying that uh, the riots wouldn't have happened. And this always happened with the riots in the early 80s. All the riots. Wouldn't, it wouldn't happen if there were more youth centres. More youth, youth clubs. It's got to go youth clubs, youth centres. I don't know anyone that's ever been to a youth club. Have you ever, have you ever been to a youth club? Yes. Really? What did you do? Um, <laughs> Drink orange squash and take ecstasy? Well, we used to just play games and... But how old were you? Things like that. Um, I probably went up until the age of 14. Okay. From about maybe eight. 
But and also, you... like, brownies and guides were a big part of my childhood as well. Oh, well, you know I was nearly sexually abused in the Cubs. Have I told you that? That's a true story. You're laughing at that, Tom. That's a true story. Well, we nearly were, a few of us, at our youth club. Really? <laughs> and I got kicked out of guides. So. Tom, ever been nearly... No, let's not. Um, why did you get kicked out of guides? A um, couple of reasons. Sexually abusing. Uh, yes. I... Because I laughed a lot and chatted a lot, yeah. I was considered disruptive. Very giggly and very chatty, so, yes. But not, I was never in a, in a negative way, just no. so I used to chat and stuff. Yes. Anyways, they rang That's up your my... personality, that's why we love you so much. Exactly. They mm. rang up my mum yeah. and said they thought it would be best if I and my friend Sarah didn't return again. Oh, no. Also, I used to wear jeans and not the culottes well, that were uniform. Well, why do you want to wear culottes? Culottes are like a shorts. They're like shorts and a skirt combined, aren't they? Precisely, and they're about knee length and awful. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird look. I, like, I still like the blue um, uh, shirts that the, the the guides wore. I always thought that was when I was. I thought when I was at the appropriate age, I thought that was kind of quite hot. I don't remember what the guys wore. Okay. Were you like the Cubs or the Scouts or anything, Tom? No, I don't think I kids don't. do that these days. Uh, not if you want any sort of self-respect. I don't yeah. think. No. I, 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 as I say, I was. We went camping in the New Forest. We didn't go camping. We, we slept in the I mean, village hall, and there was a lot of. It was borderline, and I consider it. I, I, I could take what happened to me to a, a, a counsellor, and they would say, "Well, you know, you were, <laughs> oh, no. it, it wasn't your fault." You know, you're going to sort of expand on that at all. Well, okay, I'll tell you what happened, right? I'll tell you exactly what happened. I remember I said this on the radio once. My mum didn't know about it, and she uh, phoned me up after in tears. You're joking. She was in tears because she was so upset. This is, this is true. What happened uh, is we were um, like eight, nine, ten years old, and we were encouraged at every opportunity. Now, you're going to laugh, Tom, and it's not, it is funny, but it's not funny. Right? We were encouraged at every opportunity to take our clothes off and strip off. Right, okay. You then. are kidding me. I am not. Were you going to the ca- Cubs or Scouts? Were this was in the Cubs. There, you just I was going to the Cubs, and this was the Cub Master. And, uh, and I did this on the radio years and years ago, and a guy phoned up and said, Yeah, I used to go to those Cubs. And, uh, <gasps> so we were encouraged, like, on, in the New Forest, in the woods, to strip off. And I refused to do it in the woods. I refused. Well done. But then in the evening, you had to have a shower. You all had to have showers, right? Eight, nine, ten years old. And I'm not in any way saying this to be flippant or lighthearted about it. This genuinely is a, is a dark shadow that, that hangs over my life. Uh, we would all, there were like 80 of us in this village hall, we would all have to strip off naked, right? And before you go into the shower in groups of fives, and I'm, I'm going to laugh, but it's not funny. Penis puppetry? Exactly. No, this guy, <laughs> this, the, 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 the cub master would get a tennis ball and would bounce it around and you had to jump around, <gasps> get the ball. You had to jump around and get the ball. And at the time, I hated it. I hated oh, it. And gosh. to prove, I, I can prove it was wrong because I never told my parents about it. So that proves that it's wrong. That proves that there's something, and they were doing kind of mind tricks. And I'm sure, I, I, I'm 100% sure that some boys, you know, that, that was a selection process. Oh, God. Fun start to the show, eh? Fun start to the show. At school, we had a teacher yeah. that used to make all the girls bend over oh, to my. check our skirt lengths. Oh, and when he God. left... He, um, no names, no names. Tried to, no, he tried to kiss us all. Oh, oh, you've told me about the kissing. Um, and also, we were at a, in a play, and um, I was getting changed in one of the rooms, and I put my bag on a keyboard, and yeah. it was you couldn't see it if you were looking in the window. Yeah. But he came, all me, yeah. but he came in, yeah. went round the corner, went, get that bag off the table, and I was just in my bra and knickers. Oh, see? You know, and there's kids out on today robbing JJB Sports, right? Yeah. They think they've got it hard. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Uh, not, not funny, and that's not particularly the, 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 the conversation I wish <laughs> I wish to follow, to be honest, dear listener. So, you know, the, the, it's been uh, cathartic for Eloise and myself, but we'll leave it there. But <laughs> I, I do want to ask, uh, youth centres, youth clubs, have you ever been? Because I've never been... I remember being in one once and feeling very, very uncomfortable. So if you've ever been to a youth centre or a youth club... Uh, what happened in there? They're always very mysterious, and they always seem to be kind of like hard kids uh, that, that would be in there, would be doing these... Uh, I volunteered uh, at one. R- really? Yeah. And what did you expect to get from it? Duke of Edinburgh. Oh, I did the I bronze didn't. Duke of Edinburgh. I, did. I, was, I was really ill. Line one, you're on the wireless. Yeah, I'll just... Uh, inappropriate radio songs. I'll predict a riot. OK, Vinny, we won't be following that uh, line of uh, conversation either. I don't, I don't really want to talk about the rioting this evening. It's, the news will cover it and it will be covered wonderfully and, um, you know, it, it looks like things in London hopefully are calming down, but it's happening elsewhere. So I, I don't even want to dwell on that. But I, I do want to ask you uh, about youth centres, uh, youth clubs. How, did you go when you were younger? They, they kind of feel like a 70s, 80s thing to me. I don't even know if they're still happening these days. So... O double three O one two three twelve fifteen youth clubs youth centres uh, and the Cubs and the Brownies. I mean, th- did they ever really feature in your life? Here's the Fleetwood Mac. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we're talking bootlegs. We're talking youth centres and youth clubs. I, oh, it just feels to me that all that happened there was people would play babyfoot and, and, and smoke fags and, and drink tab, and that was it. There was nothing else really kind of going on. So I, I, I don't know. I genuinely want to know what happened there. And people don't go to the, the, the Cubs and the Scouts anymore, surely. Really? In the 21st century, in, in, in the Xbox generation, can you honestly tell me that they are going to, to Cubs and, and, and Scouts and Guides and Brownies? I, I don't believe that happens at all. You weren't in the Cubs or the Scouts, were you, Tom? Definitely not. Tom, no. you may be wondering who Tom is. Tom is a young gentleman who has sent me an email asking to interview me, uh, and you did interview me. That's that? Yep. That's that. www.tominist.com what, what happened there? Hang on a second. Yep. Something just ran past me. I don't quite know. Uh, how, I've, been, I've been terribly upset all day, Tom. Have you? Why? The monkeys have split up again. Oh, I read about that. Yeah, they've cancelled the rest of their tour dates, and no one knows why. Mysterious rumours are circulating on the what, internet. Like that top ten thing you retweeted. Yeah, that was funny. That, but there's, yeah. there's, there's, there, there, are, there are, you know, I don't know. It's, it's been a terribly depressing day in terms of, uh, in terms of the monkeys splitting up, which is was awful. Louise, had the phones broken or something? Um, they must be. I'm here squatting gold, right? And no one has phoned in apart from Vinny to be slightly obnoxious. Should we, do, should we do a little phone test? If you're listening, could you give us a call? Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen, and let's just see if let's just see if what's happening on the phones. Let's just wait while people. Uh... Hello. No calls so far. Still no calls. Aha! We have a call. Let's go to line one. You're on the wireless. Einigkeit und Recht und Freiheit für das deutsche Vaterland. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hello? No, okay, that didn't work. Let's try line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello? Oh, they've all gone. What's going on? Something's happening here. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Peter here. How are you? Peter, what can I do for you? Oh, just want to chat generally, really. How are things? You don't care. 
Well, I do. You don't care. I'm interested in what you're up to. I'm not bothered about you and yourself. Well, then you need to ask me a specific question. Um, how is the summer going for you? <laughs> That's not a specific question. Well, how specific do you want to get? Well, what do you want to know about? Hmm. How do you feel about all the rioting in your lovely country? I don't really want to talk about it. There we go. Lovely, thank you very much. Uh, I, I kind of just think, i tell you why. And someone mentioned this the other, I had a row with someone, Tom, at the end of the show yesterday where someone said, oh, you, you're not talking about the writing, it's, 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 it's a government... Censorship thing. C- censorship. And I said, it's not. I said, it's not. It comes from two reasons. The first reason is I kind of thought about it long and hard. I thought, should we do it? Should we not? Should we do it? Should we not? And it was so, it was everywhere. It was everywhere all day. I thought, do you know what? Actually, I don't want to do it. It'd be nice to have a two-hour window where we don't do that. And then my, my boss sent me a text saying, don't, don't talk about that. But the decision had already been made, but even if I hadn't made the decision, and I would have had to have gone along with what he said. But how can it be censorship when it's all on Five Live and it's on Talk Sport and LBC, it's on Sky, it's on BBC, it's everywhere? So I just thought, for these two hours, can we just have a break from all of that, please? Let's go to line... Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Why is this an exclusive? Sorry? There's an exclusive or something. Where? In the riots. Oh, for goodness sakes. Go, can, we, can we stop talking about that? For goodness sakes, Verinda. Let's try line... F- five, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, Hi. line five. Who's this? It's Wendy, and I'm on the way to Gatwick to pick my daughter up from the airport. Wendy's on the way to Gatwick to pick her daughter up from the airport. Where has Wendy be? Uh, where has Wendy's daughter been? Tenerife. Oh, beautiful. Hey. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully. Where are you driving from? We are driving from Loughton in six. Okay. Is that, is that, is that a long journey? I don't really know where Loughton uh, is in relation about to... About an hour. Okay. About an hour's journey. Do, do what I did when I picked up my wife from the airport once. It's a lot of fun. Make yep. up one of those signs with your daughter's name on it. And, yeah, she and, wanted a banner. I'll yeah, do it. Nice. Do that, and then you stand there, and then you stand there where pe- the people come out, and you kind of look around blackly as though you don't know what she looks like. It's well, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Wendy, do I'll have it. I'll to try that. I'll yeah, try that. Do that. What I rang for is you were yes. talking about the youth clubs. Oh, yeah. Kids go to them, yeah, and yeah. they thoroughly enjoy them. They go to them now. Yeah, they go to them now. Yeah, I've got a 13-year-old yep. son and a 14-year-old daughter. Right. They go, they play computer games, they play oh. pool, they gather with their mates, have a good time. So what, like, have they got, like, Xbox and PlayStation and stuff there? Yeah, all that sort of thing, yeah, and there's just a variety of different walks of kids and, yeah, thoroughly enjoy themselves. Oh, OK. A po- see, I, I, a pool sounds like the kind... Pool sounds like a, a, a throwback to the 1970s. I like a good yeah. game of pool. Yeah, so does my son. Do, yeah. is, there any, would you, is there any trouble going on at these, these things? Uh, I think apart from some of the kids being a bit lippy to the leaders, other than that, no. Yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't clip them around the hero anymore, can you? No, oh, <laughs> I do that when they come on. Well, w- Wendy, very naughty, but uh, maybe that's what the world needs. <laughs> well, Wendy, best of luck. I hope your, your daughter arrives safely. Yeah, thanks very much. We're just entering the airport now. There we go. Perfect timing. See you later on. Thank you. Ta-ta, Bye. there we go. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. Uh, genuinely, uh, youth, I don't, I just, it's, it's a mystery to me. I don't understand. They've never really appealed to me in the slightest. If they have to you, give us a call. More of your calls after this. This is Absolute Radio. You're listening to Absolute Radio. <laughs> Dear Diary, back to school tomorrow. I've got a massive spot on my chin. Uh... Oh, where are we? We're there. Tom is uh, is about to leave. Tom, thank you so much for coming in. No, thank you. Uh, let me know when the interview is up online, and I will mention it on the radio, and people can come and see. Well, give us your website again, though. Um, www.tominis.com. But you won't find it on there. Oh. Um, well, oh I don't know. I don't know why you won't actually. I'll I'll sort something out, and you will. Let us know, Tom. Lovely to meet you. Thank you very much for coming in. We'll be talking about bootlegs in about thirty-five seconds. Do stick with us.
if you're a fan of bootlegs, like live concert recordings, or if you're, you're dead against them, maybe you're a musician and uh, you kind of think that they're, you know, that they're stealing food from your children's mouths. Could you give us a call? 0330-123-1215. Maybe you have a huge collection of, uh, you know, Beatles concerts from 1964, Washington, D.C., 1964. Uh, or, um, you know, I know the, the, the deadheads have just like hundreds and hundreds of tapes. 0330-123-1215. We have two people on the line. We have uh, Chris Carey, who is the senior economist at PRS... Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. I was going to say, I used to go to school with someone called Chris Carey. That's not you, is it? Uh, not to the best of my knowledge, no. OK, considering you're, you're, you're about ten years younger than me, it would be unlikely, but it, 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 I just had to check. Um, and Chris, where, where do you stand, uh, and where does PRS stand in terms of live bootleg recordings? OK, so PRS for Music is the organisation that pays songwriters, composers and publishers for the recreation of their work. So yeah. if a song is written and recorded... The publisher and songwriter deserve to be paid for that recording. Yeah. Um, the same for live performance. So when a song is performed live for an audience, we take a percentage of the face value of a ticket, pay the person who wrote the song, irrespective of who's performing it. Oh, is that? I didn't so know that. So a, a bit of the, every ticket uh, for a concert goes towards the songwriters. Yeah, absolutely. Three percent of face value of a ticket. I was unaware of that. Okay. And so that's why it's important to us to make sure that kind of we know who wrote the songs. We make sure we we license the venues, so the venues are paying for. Yeah. the use of the songs, yeah. we can work out who wrote it and who should therefore get paid for so its usage. Supposing I wrote a, 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 like a number one hit record, right? Yeah. How much would I get for... Uh, this is probably a question you can't answer. How much would I get from a concert? Would it be like sort of three pence or something? Oh, it depends. So if you're selling tickets for a pound, you'd get three pence per ticket. If you're selling out Wembley at £90 a go... That's, do a bit that. so, suddenly, it's it's worth having a hit record, isn't it? Uh, suddenly, it is. It's so, so I, I think it'd be pretty fair to say that that, that, that PRS and as you are representing them, you uh, are against the illegal uh, and it is illegal, of course, the recording of concerts and then you know releasing them on CDs yeah, or online uh, or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, it's an infringement of copyright, yeah. and that's what the the society is formed upon. It's how we make sure songwriters get paid. Okay, and of course, you know, we want everyone to, in, in these hard times when music, people are buying less and less music, we want everyone to get the money that they're entitled to, of course. Uh, we have a chap on the line with us. Uh, uh, we're going to call him Bootleg Dave, uh, mainly because your name is Dave. I can't get over this fact that I was trying to come up with a pseudonym and you went, well, I'm called Dave, you know, yeah. and that's kind of quite vague. Yeah, I didn't think um, it was worth sort of, you know, trying to think of some sort of, you know, weird you know, sort of pseudonym. When, but uh, Dave, yeah. you go around to concerts and... And you record them, yeah, yeah. And then you do you release them on on CD? Yeah, what do you do? I mean, um, I mean that's that's a bit twentieth century. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, go on. So it's, um, it's all online and bit torrents well, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's well, people know the the major sort of there are uh, sort of major uh, places you can upload stuff. Uh, there's a certain big one which um, uh, artists can decide they don't want their stuff shared there. Right. Um, and that's what I do. Um, Upload it uh, for nothing, so other people can hear what I've. You so know. you're not making money out of it. No. Right. There's no. I mean, I, I, you know, get again harking back, maybe ten, twenty years ago, there's money to be made in it. I really don't think there is anymore. Um, yeah. People can get it for nothing. You know, the day after. I what mean, kind of concerts have you recorded? Oh, what haven't I? Um, I've, I've, you know, I've taped artists who don't like bootleggers. Um, you know, Brian Wilson for one, who I know you've spoken to. Right. Um, He's, he's dead against it, or his management are. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the people you can't share on that site I was on about. Right. Um, so um, I've taken Ron Wilson, um, um, I mean, recent stuff, Roger Waters, they might be giants. 
I don't sort of go and take stuff I don't like, so it's always... Is the quality any good? Because I, uh, I, I, I will be honest, uh, mm. I have to lay my cards on the table. Mm. I have uh, got some bootlegs, some live recordings, um, yes. uh, mainly because I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the monkeys, Chris, and I'm, I'm kind of a completist, okay? So I have mm-hmm. pretty much everything that they've ever done, uh, officially and kind of unofficially as well. A- a- and a lot of the bootlegs I've got, Dave, yeah. are... Awful, awful, awful quality. Awful quality. You know, you can't... There's one I've got, a concert from 1969. You can't even work out what song (laughs) they're singing, literally. But I kind of like it as I'm a completist. What's the quality of your stuff like? Uh, Well, I guess as technology sort of moved on, I mean, you know, you've got digital recorders you can fit in your pocket. Yeah. uh, Mics that are no bigger than 5P pieces. And, you know, um, and and you can get very good, you know, uh, recordings. Yeah. uh, you know, you're not going in there with a giant reel-to-reel tape recorder anymore, or, or that sort of Which thing. Which they used to in the 60s. I, I, I well, think one, course, of, one yeah. of the first bootlegs was a Dylan concert, and they had, you know, they'd have a microphone stuck on a broomstick. Chris, well, they, what, what is it, how does it, what's the PRS reaction to someone like Dave, then? I mean, from my take on it, Dave, I imagine you're a huge music fan, that you love music, and that's part of the motivation yes, for it. yeah, yeah, that's it, you know. Um, and uh, I think they've... Uh, and the difficulty for me is that the artist should be free to control and should be able to control mm-hmm. what they do with their work and yeah. which recordings they put out when they do that. And yeah. the reason for that is not so much a, a need to control for the sake of controlling itself, but mm-hmm. rather you've got to build a career. Yeah. And the timings of releases mm-hmm. is absolutely critical in building that career. You put out the wrong song at the wrong time, mm-hmm. and it can be as quick as that. Do you not think, Chris, that if, 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 if you've paid... You know, a hundred quid tickets nowadays can be like a hundred quid, which seems incredible. If you pay fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred quid for a ticket, that you are entitled to take a little something away with you, like like a recording of the concert. Um, no, afraid not. I mean, right. a, there are people who do bundle that into the ticket price. Yeah, and there are forums for doing that, and there are ways of doing that. People obviously sell live recordings afterwards, the official version, and so there are ways of having that. But I'm afraid what you're paying for is a ticket price yeah. to get you in to hear the live recording. Sorry, the live recording, the, li- the live performance. The live performance. Do you not... Um, uh, is it really damaging to bands nowadays? I can see how maybe in the 70s and the 80s, if a band is out, um, uh, that, that possibly they're playing new songs in a concert and they get leaked out live, that possibly they could be li- losing some revenue... But nowadays, when everything's being sh- shared on the internet, you know, and you can a concert can happen on the other side of the world, and six hours, a couple of hours after it, you can download it. Are they really losing that much money from it? Uh, okay, so let's do credibility first. I was yeah. chatting with a senior industry exec yesterday, and he was just saying that he saw a band who he quite liked perform live and perform badly. Yeah. And having been a huge advocate of them before and pushed them out to people before, yeah. had to stop doing it because he was embarrassed at how poorly they performed in that instance. Right. Now, if that happens to be a one-off poor performance, it hits the internet and goes everywhere, yeah. gets to all the wrong people at all the wrong times. Mm. That's serious damage. I mean, you can't put monetary value on it because suddenly there's nothing where there could have been something. Yeah. So that's hard to do. Headline revenues for the industry, we've recently reported overall industry revenues down 5% in 2010, of which recorded revenues were down 8%. It's hard enough as it is making money out of recorded music yeah. in the current climate anyway. And let's be clear, it's really important to make money out of recorded music because it frees up your hands to do other things. At yeah. the same time, you, you can't make money out of live unless you're there playing live. Recorded revenues come in over time. They give you a chance to get in the studio, record the next album, to actually build a career. It really does yeah. free you up. So that revenue is really important. Anything that undermines that and takes away from that 
has to be detrimental. Who 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 was the band that sucked? I couldn't dare. But do you not think with some of the some of the uh, uh, um, bootleg recordings throughout the year, some of the famous ones like Bob Dylan live? Um, well, at the Royal Albert Hall, it turned out it was the Manchester Free Trade Hall. You know the whole Judas where he played, he went electric and all that stuff. They have become historical documents that um, uh, you know kind of document the change in popular music. So surely that's an argument, isn't it, that, 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 to give them some legitimacy? It, it's an argument of the upside. Right. But it's an argument in isolation. It doesn't consider the downside. Yeah. And yeah. we're taking the one example of, or one of a few specific examples from yeah. history to try and give the upside for what is mass market activity yeah. across a number of platforms nowadays. And I would suggest, actually, that the impact on small bands is more detrimental the impact on big bands okay because that revenue at an early stage if you imagine if you give away if you lose let's say a thousand pounds yeah it's more, it's more important at the yeah. early stage of your career than it is at the later stage dave what, what how do you respond to what chris is saying um just just from as, as chris said earlier I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive music fan mm. and i'm surrounded at the moment by you know too many records as people always tell me um and my thing was always, always has been with bootlegs from a person who bought them when they you had to buy them. There was no choice. You could, there was no internet. Um, um, has always been that the people who uh, want to get hold of bootlegs and the people who who buy them, you know, if eBay's awash with them, um, are people who have got every single scrap that that artist has put out. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you're the same with the monkeys. You've got every single convolution of you know different pressings and yeah. bits and pieces oh i've got the mono i've got the stereo yeah, i've got the yeah, the, the yeah. withdrawn version all of that nonsense. all that sort of stuff and you know um as long as i mean as long as you're not paying for it um you know and as i say i know i just downloaded the morris gig from the palladium last night right um, already it's up there um there are people when they um you know do uh uh, whole stands like when Neil Young played um, Hammersmith for like five nights in a row. There were people going back to their hotel rooms and uploading it that night to mm. the internet to be the first ones. To, well, know. Chris, Dave, Dave brings up an interesting point because it, in the old days you needed a, a bulky reel to reel, or you needed, you know, technology nowadays. Whenever you go to a concert, everybody is always getting their mobile phone out mm. and filming, uh, filming at least one song, and then goes on YouTube. And there is a there is a mm-hmm. Monkey's bootleg DVD that is out now. Sorry to keep going on about them, but they're my, my vague <laughs> obsession of. Um, it's pretty much the entire Royal Albert Hall concert that some guy has spent a, a lot of time editing together all of the mobile phone footage that people have uploaded to YouTube. So surely nowadays, Chris, it's kind of impossible to stop these things happening, isn't it? And certainly, it's it's much more difficult than it used to be mm. for all the mentions we just all the reasons we just mentioned. I mean, the the quality of microphones in phones, thankfully, is improving for those who watched YouTube videos five years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, jeez. <laughs> because, I mean, we all wince at the quality of that, whichever side of the fence you sit on this one. Yeah. But the... I think that we come back to the core principle, which is that there is a, a right for the songwriter. Yeah. And that people have invested to get that song where it is, and the guys who have invested need to be remunerated for that so that they can invest again. Yeah in the next round of talent, whether it's the same artist or a different artist, same songwriter, different songwriter. Mm. Yeah, but they're still being paid for the live performance, whether someone takes it on or not. I can see the control thing um, uh, perfectly well, but there are some artists uh, that, um, uh, you know, the uh, record companies have recorded gig after gig of theirs and they've, they've never seen the light of day. And that's down to the artist in the end of the day, but... 
Uh, Dave, you know. surely, Dave, surely, Chris has got a point, right? That mm. it's up to the artist to be in control oh, of, of of their career and what they their output. Yeah, of course. And we all we all know that like official live albums, very right. little of it is actually live. A lot of it's touched up in the studio. Yeah. Uh, and so, sh- isn't it right that the band should be allowed to put out the perfect product that they want? Yes, but it's it's the dragging of the heels. I mean, how long did that Dylan? Uh, managed to take to come out. I mean, well, um, that was like thirty-five years. And how years, long it? did it sell and sell and sell on bootleg? Yeah. I mean, there was a there was a release um, called um, "Kissing Guitars" and the Contemporary Fix that came out about three years before the official release, and it was rumoured that that was a version that was worked up for release, and then for whatever reason it got shelved. But why? Like, why should you have that? Um, if he didn't want you to have that, why I'm should an you have that? Fool. Yeah. Um, I've got. St- I've got. You know. Um, I don't know if you've got this, but I've got 50 CDs worth of the Beach Boys sessions from 62 through to 70. Um, every single note they played yeah. in that time. I've so, heard some of those things, right? Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm a huge Beach Boys fan. Yeah. Some of those are quite tedious. Because exactly. it's just, you know, it's, it's 60 takes of uh, Farmer's Daughter, and you think, oh, for yeah, God's sake. Exactly. And, um, you know, uh, uh, you know um, I even record collector in a magazine wrote an article about that mm. whole set thing called How Deep Is the Ocean, mm. saying... Who'd want to listen to all this? And it's—I uh, don't know. You know, if you're obsessed with music like I'm, and obsessed with certain artists, yeah. there's this sad record collector, you know, sort of train spotter need to hear some of this yeah. stuff. Some uh, of it's interesting. Some of it is, you know, not worth bothering. You can see why they didn't release it. Dave, anyone? Have you ever been caught, or are you at security ever kind of war stories? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's um, a, yeah. Have you got any war stories? I Brian Wilson, that wasn't that wasn't nice. Right, um, it, it was when he was doing the Lucky Old Son gig. Okay, the, yeah. Um, so that was new, uh, yeah, unreleased material. And what happened? Uh, and someone just grasped me up. Yeah. So um, I um, no, just got taken outside. Can I have your uh, memory card? Yeah, it's fine. Because I record in a little in a digital recorder. And it's got a memory card. Okay. Put in. And they said, "Oh, thanks very much, and don't do it again. You can go back in." Oh, that was it. I thought you were going to get roughed up. Or, oh, you, oh, no. you've accidentally fallen down the stairs, no, sir. I do no, apologise. No, that used to go on. I know, I know a guy who um, um, filmed the Black Crows at, um, at the Mean Fiddler, yeah. and um, he gave a copy of the, the the night before's gig to the band as they were going in, <laughs> and uh, he was filming the second night, and. Um, he saw these two blokes at the side of the stage pointing up at the balcony where he was, and then they came up and sort of grabbed hold of him. Jeez. And sort of, you know, he was rather foolish. Well, I've seen, I've seen. I, I, went, I went to see Arthur Lee and uh, Love years yeah, and years yeah. ago, and it, someone was filming him, and he he was very, very, uh, you know, funny about being ripped off, and he was convinced yeah. his whole life. And he, he grabbed the camera and smashed it and said, yeah, "Don't yeah, you yeah. effing film me and stuff yeah, like yeah, that." Yeah. Chris, do you ever? Is it a, a war that you are losing? Do you think? Do you ever think that this can be stopped? I, well, it's interesting because what was descri- described as kind of train spotter activity is now mass market activity. Right. As far as mass market infringement of copyright essentially yeah. goes, and that's very it's very difficult to put the toothpaste back in the tube there. Yeah. And you hear sound bites such as there's a generation growing up who are used to not paying for music. Yeah, yeah. And there's a real difficulty with the sustainability of music. Yeah. As an industry in view of that. So how you monetize music in 10 years' time is going to be a really interesting Oh, listen, I'd agree with that. And I think that because, the, you know, um, the kids, listen to me, an old man, because kids are downloading albums for free, they don't respect it as much. I remember having to <laughs> save up my money, go to the shop, uh, right, I've got enough money to buy one album and a single, maybe. What am I going to get? And you take it home and it becomes very precious. Now it's, you know, it's, it's throwaway, isn't it, really? Absolutely. 
So, uh, the, the, it's, it, it, the, the outlook is pr- pretty bleak, really, would you say? I, I wouldn't have gone as far as bleak. I think it's a, it's a challenge. It's a very difficult challenge, and especially now it's gone mass market rather than niche. Yeah. But it's certainly a much bigger challenge. But the future of the industry, I think there's massive scope for growth in digital. At the moment, digital isn't offsetting the decline in physical, but there's the opportunity for that. You've seen Virgin Media now bundling Spotify yeah. into their offerings. If three other ISPs start doing that, that's a massive growth of opportunity for the music industry. Mm. And has spot, really Spotify worked? Because I don't see how Sp- Spotify does work in terms of generating income. I know there's advertising and things I, like that. So I don't think I'm out of line to say that for one of the major record labels, it is their second biggest source of digital income. Is it really? Yeah, it brings in good money. Incredible. Well, no, fair play. I'm a big fan of Spotify. I'm glad that's working. Dave, you're, I guess you're going to carry on doing it. Um... Uh, afraid so. Well, listen, it, it, it does sound to me like, like you're... You, do you listen to all of the things that you record? Um, yeah, and if they're, if they're rubbish, I, I don't let them out. OK, you know? OK. So I have a certain self-quality control. I, I was worried you were one of those slightly OCD that would just hoard everything but would never no, actually no, no. make use of it. In, what's the point in... You know, that's sort of... Oh, no. That's sort of, you know, um, pleasuring yourself over your own work. Well, Dave, who is a bootlegger, Chris Carey, who's the senior economist at PRS, I kind of feel like it's, it's that football match in World War I on Christmas Day where the, the Germans <laughs> and the English have come out, you've shook hands, we've had a kick around, you can go back to your trenches and start shooting at each other again. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time, mate. Perfect, thank you. Cheers, Chris. Uh, Dave? Yep. You're a naughty, naughty boy. Don't do it again. Yeah, that's what they said last time. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. There we go. It's, it's something I find fascinating. I've got bootlegs, uh, uh, but I can see the ethical and legal arguments of why they're wrong. Do you have any? Have you got them? Are they awful quality? What's the point? Do you feel that artists are getting ripped off? Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. More of your calls after this. The radio station you have on at the moment is called. Ab- Absolute Radio. Hi, it's Christian O'Connell. Join me on the breakfast show this week. Where okay, no, no pressure, Eloise, but the police are listening to this show. Who from the police? Ah. <laughs> Hello, but, lovely. But now I'm now I'm worried. Right? A, I'm worried because they, you know, they should be out. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? She is. Well, she's listening to this. Uh, and B, because, you know, what if, 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 what if the show is not up to the standard, the high standard that the police would expect from us? I think she knows what to expect from okay, us. OK, well then, that's, that's OK. Okay, well, here's a phone call, especially for, for, to show Fat Boy the Masturbator. Ian! Yay, Fat Boy! Ian! You Fat Boy! Ian! Fat Boy! Ian! Are you masturbating now? Yes. Oh, <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. you got to be careful, the police listen to I, us. I feel embarrassed. I'm embarrassed as well, I'm embarrassed. This, is, this could actually be a sexual offence that's taking place on the, uh, on the air. No. We'll have you nicked. You might, you might like no. that. He's oh no! Fat boy, stop it! Focus, focus! 
Focus on stop, <laughs> stop focusing on that and focus on the, what you want to talk about. Uh, bootlegs, yeah. Yeah. I have uh, loads of bootlegs. Of what? Electra's dirty mind. Okay, thank you. There we go. That's all right. Sorry to apologise. Let's go to uh, Jerry. Can I say I'm shaking and not masturbating? Okay, can we just move away from the from the the the, the, the onanism, please? Can we? Okay. Thank you. I've got bootlegs. Go on. The Beastie Boys. Yeah. Doing what? And do you see anything wrong with them, Jerry? No, they're great. C60s. Oh, the old C60 cassettes. C60s. They don't appreciate I have uh, found a lot of cassettes in my attic. Oh, oh, I forgot to bring in the cassette from me, 1997, Eloise. Pardon? I forgot, I forgot to bring in the, the tape of me on the radio in oh. 1997. I'll, I'll try and bring it in Thursday. Okay. If I can. I'll try and bring it in Thursday. I miss. I, I like cassettes, Jerry. I, we, I I think that car manufacturers should forget DAB radios, forget docks for your iPods, put in the cassette player. I've got them still. Well, good. Mrs. Jerry's gone home. Oh, I like Mrs. Jerry. Oh, well, I'm young tonight. Well, well. Can I do anything to help? No. Apart from that, Jerry. Jerry. Hello. Oh, Jerry. Hello. Are you all right? Yeah, falling out of my chair, mate. Is, uh, God. Is there anyone there that can get you back in your chair? I'll press me. You've pressed your alarm, have you? I think that's I what that beep do. is. So, do you need to get off the phone so they can phone you up? Yeah, I'll phone I'll always talk later or tell them safe. Okay, well, I'm going to cut you off so they can phone you back, all right? Thanks, mate. Good lad, take care. There's Jerry there, who's uh, fallen out of his chair, bless him. Oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible, but we're laughing. I'm not laughing, you oh, are. Who's that? Hang on, where's that bleep then? The bleep is still there. I oh, that's that that's the news. Oh, that was the IRN news, I had. Oh, oh, no. Oh, dear. Let's go to uh, Robert in uh, Lancashire. Hello, Robert. Hey, yeah. Hey, uh... Hey, I'm just... Quick question... I've got two questions, really. Yeah, go on. The first question is about your football. I know you're not a big sport fan. No, it's rubbish. <laughs> but I just want to know... You probably don't know anything, do you, about your sport? If no. you're not a big sport fan. I just want to know about... What's your feeling on Blackburn Rovers, but... I haven't got a clue. They're a football team, are they? Right, shall I move on to my second question, then? Yeah, yeah go on. Right, I have a question about underpants. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about the changing fashion in underpants? Like, cause I used to buy wife fronts, but... Yeah. Now you can get, like, any style from Tesco, like tiger print and <laughs> leopard print. Yeah, I find the, the tiger print very, very erotic. <laughs> very erotic. Uh, I find the velvet ones quite comfortable, though. I've never worn, worn velvet ones. I like a bit of silk around my genitals. <laughs> I prefer the the wife ones from my, inherited from my granddad, actually. But um... I prefer your nan's knickers. Absolute radio. We're getting there. We're getting there. Strange show tonight. I, I like it when we do slightly different things. I know some of you don't. Well, I'm yours. Um, 033 We're talking youth clubs. Uh, we're talking cubs and brownies. And we are talking bootlegs. If you want to give us a call about any of those things or any other tosh. Let's just not bother talking about the rights. I mean, 
We, we could do if we really wanted to, but just, can we just talk about something else? It's everywhere at the moment, and it looks like London, hopefully, is going to be a bit calmer tonight, so we'll see. Uh, Rob and Frank be with you after this. What? What you doing? I'm looking for my car insurance documents. Yeah, the only way we can go and get money is if we go and get a job. Um, yeah. I love this song. Absolute radio, just peddling the same old tosh I always peddle. We're here Mondays to Thursdays, uh, 11 till 1. Uh, Rob has been waiting for absolutely flipping ages. Rob, I can only apologise, sir. What can I do for thee? Ah. Hello? Rob, yes! Hi. Hello, Rob. Hi, um, it was... You were talking about youth clubs, yeah? Yes, yes. And clubs and scouts. Yes. Um, I was in clubs then... Um, beavers, then Cubs, then Scouts. Okay. Be- beavers weren't around when I was a boy. Uh, okay. Um, well, my parents, well, mainly my mum, forced no. me into Beavers and no. had to carry on throughout. And with the Scouts, it was sort of... I enjoyed it all throughout. Yeah. But it was sort of... Sea Scouts? No. Just... I didn't get into it. And then the... Leaders, not pedos or anything like that. So that that, mine were unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, our our scout troop was all right in that sort of sense. Yeah. It was just the activities weren't to my liking. So you would rather have been at sea, and instead you were just like in the woods somewhere. No. Oh. We were at sea. Oh, you were Sea Scouts. Yeah. Ah, I misunderstood. Yeah. Okay, right. And uh, you you would you you don't like the water. Exactly. Aye, it was aye, aye. the sort of trying to rig up the yeah. sails and stuff. Jeez. And... Why, why, what's the point? Listen, can I tell you? I've got my, I've got one ambition left in my life. Right. And I've told this to my mm-hmm. wife, and uh, hoping that she would fix it fix it for me. Every year we go on holiday in Zakynthos, which is an island. My one ambition is to spend the night sleeping on a boat a few hundred yards out to sea. Now, I I don't really have any logical reason for this. I just think it's like a nice romantic thing to fall asleep on a boat uh, in Zakynthos when it's nice and warm, a few hundred yards out to sea, peaceful, quiet, you can see the lights of the harbour, the moon, wonderful. And she has never, ever arranged this for me. And it's got to be well easy to arrange. We're going again in a couple of weeks, and I am uh, going to take a, a hundred euros, and I'm going to go up to a, a, a fisherman and uh, uh, give it to him, uh, the, the money, that is, and hope he'll let me sleep on his boat. What's it like to sleep <laughs> on a boat, Rob, at night? Um, as long as didn't have to set up the sails and everything, yeah? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean... That, that, that's got to be good, isn't it? Yeah, it... And also, question of mosquitoes as well. Yeah. But I mean, oh, I get bit, I it, get bitten to death by mosquitoes. I'm like, I, I must have something in my blood that is that gets mosquitoes fruity because, yeah, I, I get covered by those bites. I mean, I was in France the other week and just got completely torn apart. I mean, my feet swelled up so much. Wow. Because of mosquito bites, yeah. and I'd hate to, mu- hate to think how much they 
swell up on the sea. When a, when a mosquito bites you, is he is he like sucking out your? Lo- What's he doing? Is he sucking your blood? Yeah, essentially. Why would they do that? The dirty little sods. <laughs> well, well, that's just sick, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I. Yeah. I don't know. Is there? There must be a way. Listen, I'm, I'm I'm not one for genocide at all, but there must be a way we can get rid of all mosquitoes in the world. Well, I just shove on the spray. The spray. The thing I is, you put the spray on though, then you're you're greasy. I can't sleep while I'm greasy, Rob. I can't do it. Well, I spray the room and then oh. wait half an hour or so, oh. and then come back in. Rob, it's nice to talk to you about mosquitoes, brother. I appreciate it a lot. No worries. Thanks, fella. Let's go to Frank in Birmingham. Hello, Frank. Hello, Ian. How do you deal with mosquitoes? Uh, usually spry, but it's not very nice at all. Ian. Yeah, I, I just hate I hate that thing of, of being... You, you cover yourself in the sticks or the sprays or the creams. I hate being greasy. So I don't like going out in the sun because I hate having sun cream on me because I'm all greasy. I don't like being greasy. Have you tried garlic tablets? No, I've not tried garlic tablets. What, uh, for mosquitoes? Yes, yes. Does it work? It does work about a month before you Ooh. go away. Oh, I'm going away in a week, two weeks. Oh, it's, I don't know whether it works. <laughs> you sounded all forlorn then. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> OK, hang on one second. If anybody knows uh, any ways I can beat the mosquito that will not leave me greasy, 0330-123-1215, I would love to know. Thank you very much. Yes, Frank? Right, I'd like to talk to about uh, bootlegs. Yeah, go on. I'm all for them. Yeah? Um... I don't think it would. Uh, this in this day and age with technology, um, any band could upload every concert that they did. Yeah. And make it available mm. at five pounds or six pounds or ten. And a lot of bands do. Kiss do, yeah. Um, yeah. and a couple of other bands. I think Bare Naked Ladies did it for a while. They don't do it now, but yeah, a lot of bands do. Yeah. So I, I don't see how that could take money out that would only uh, you know promote their work. You know. Um, I don't think it would uh, harm anything, because if you're a fan, you're going to collect them anyway. Yeah. It, 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 I, I know you're a completist, same as I am. Yeah. I sent you some stuff in, in the past, but which stuff did you send me? Um, Hollywood. Oh, uh, was that you? Yeah, oh, Frank, I would have, yeah. I would have said thank you if I'd have been aware. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome, you But no, I, I'm totally for them. Um, yeah. I just feel that you know. I, I struggle to see how uh, the, the odd bootleg recording will, 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 of a concert will, will st- steal that much money. But I yeah. thought the PRS guy, I thought he was a nice guy and he put forward a good yeah. point, I thought. Yeah, yeah. But uh, years ago, I could understand the logistics of putting every concert. It's impossible. But now they've got the technology to do yeah. this and yeah. charge money for this. Yeah. And, the, and this, in turn, would stop the bootleggers from... Um, I know that the guy um, said he did it for free, but I'm sure some people make a, a you know a healthy living out of it. Yeah. Car boots and God knows what, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I must admit, I do get excited when I'm in a record shop somewhere in the, in the world, be it in Tokyo, be it in, in Paris, be it in, in there's a great shop, Bleecker Street Records in New York. Every time I go to New York. I go. I make sure I, I, I get an hour, a couple of hours, to go to Bleecker Street Records because they just have the best collection of bootlegs, and it's wonderful. Well, I'm going there next month, so I'll have to. I'll have to look around. Bleecker there. Street Records. Bleecker Street is famous because it's kind of like right. where all Dylan and all the folkies right. used to hang right. out. But Bleecker Street Records, man, go there. There's the fattest cat lives there, uh, and it's just you know they've, they've got some amazing stuff. Oh, I know. I'll have to. I'll have to. 
us that out because we go we go to New Jersey and we always go to New York yeah. anyway. Get, so. get a cab. Get a cab to Bleecker Street Records. I promise yeah. you, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, great stuff. Frank, lovely to talk to you. Nice. And thanks for sending me all that, those bits and pieces. Oh, uh, there you are. If I find any more, I'll, I'll send them on. Good lad. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Nathan. Yes, Nathan. Sorry about yesterday. That's all right, Nathan. I was just a bit lonesome, that was all. You were doing what? I was just a bit lonesome. That's all right. We, we, get lo- we all get lonely from time to time. Nothing to be ashamed yeah, of. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. All right, you know that company, LimeWire? Do you know anything about computers? I know I know a little bit about computers, yes. Yeah, no, but the company about LimeWire was the first to set up a file-sharing system. I thought that was Napster. No, it's LimeWire. Okay. Right, LimeWire, but nowadays they charge like a monthly subscription fee which they give to the record company. Well, I think they all have to go to those things like um, uh, Nutella and Napster and LimeWire, they all had to go legitimate because the record companies came down on them yeah, like a ton right, of Metallica right. drummers. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'd just like to point that out to the listeners. If they were to Google LimeWire... They could have, like, all their local collection. OK, well, we, we, can, well, well, we can't advertise places where you can get bootlegs, uh, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, even though I've just picked up Bleecker Street Records, that would be uh, yeah. would be vaguely inappropriate. But okay, you feel- well, thanks, thanks, thanks for that. You feeling a bit less lonely tonight, Nathan? Yeah, you always feel the company. Good, well, yeah, not in real life, I'm a miserable git, but on the radio I'm a lot of fun. Well, keep smiling, you'll get there. Good lad. Take care, ta-ta. Okay, bye. Uh, let me just quickly take this. This keeps calling us. Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Yes? Hello. Who's this? It's Jade. Hello, Jade. What can I do for you? Hello. Is that Ian Lee? Yes, it is. Hello, my friend. How are you? Good man. Uh, mosquito free, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, quite simple. Don't go on holiday. Hey, well, that's no good, is it? I'm going away. Well, cancel it. Stay I'm not in gonna, no, I want to go. Shut up, man! I want to go and have some some Greek food. I want to go and sit on the beaches. I want to drink milkshakes. No, do you got plenty in England. Plenty of things to do in England. Do, like, like what? Oh, go on. Oh, there's plenty of things to do in England. I just had no, a holiday in England. Knows. Sorry. I just had a holiday in England a couple of weeks ago. Well, have another one. Doesn't hurt, does it? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. But I want to go away, see my family. Well, yeah, I can understand that, but, you know, mosquitoes and you, you don't get on, obviously. Yeah. Have a chat with them. OK, well, that's... Uh, that, I, I, I look forward to um, never speaking to you again, you bloody fool. Oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Call in about whatever you want, but I, I am looking for a way to be mosquito-free without being oily. I hate being oily. It's just the worst. Maureen, are you there? Hello? Hello, Maureen. Ian? Yes. Am I on, Ian? You're on, yes, Maureen. Good evening, Mr Naughty. I think you're bloody talented. Well, uh, you are absolutely correct. Thank you very much, Maureen. Have you been watching Big Brother? Uh, uh, No, it doesn't start for a little while yet. It was wonderful. It was wonderful when it was good, yes. I enjoy it. Well, Well done, good for you, Maureen. What have you been up to recently? I just want to share you, I'm putting dog food in my underwear. You're doing what, sorry? I just want to share you, I'm putting dog food in my underwear. Wow, you are actually doing that. And and how's that going? It's between my legs. OK. <laughs> uh, Did you do some Michael Jackson? 
Michael Jackson was, was very, very good, wasn't he? It was a sad loss. He's modern day Jesus. <laughs> People would often say that, yes. I mean, it's not his fault. He, he's a bit loopy. Are you, could, could you sing us one of his songs? I wanted you to sing my Rod Stewart song. Oh, in that case, let's have some Rod Stewart. Have you got your dancing shoes on? Always for you, my darling. Do you think I'm sexy? Do you, you want me party? Body, do you want to show some time? I'm going to make you taste my jam donut. OK, well, then that bombshell will say good evening to Dark Breath. Hi, Anne, how are you? Oh, uh, you don't care. Oh, I'll, I'll just say... I am actually going to stand up and adjust my testicles, though, because I've been kind of sitting there. I've got quite tight pants on. Oh, jeez. Ow, there we go. OK, yep, yeah, we're back. Uh, all finished? All, all settled? Sorry? Are you all settled down now? I'm settled. All, all is settled, yes. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm very tired, and I'm, I'm up at 7 o'clock in the morning to do a oh, full okay. day's work. Don't pity me, people, because I'm going to Dartford to interview people who made Vox Amps, but I'm going to be knackered. So tomorrow night's show, I warn you now, might be a little bit rubbish. All right. Anyway, I'll tell you about the old mosquitoes. Yes. It's all to do with your diet. Yeah, all right, go on. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I was reading something about it. Apparently, they don't like garlic. Right. So if you eat a lot of garlic, it stays in your blood. Yeah. And they don't bite you so much. So garlic is the... A lot of people are saying um, marmite as well. Eat the marmite. Yeah, yeah, anything really, really, obviously, they don't like. Yeah. Well, but this is what... I don't don't know what they don't like. It's garlic, mainly, and stuff like that. But, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. buy all this. No, I do, the thing is, I do all the, I do all this stuff, and I say I do it. I don't do it all, but they'll still bite me. They just love they me. They do. They like me as well. We must have sweet blood. Ooh, what a weird thing to say? Why would you say that for? Because it's nice tasting blood. That's they weird. What's like a really it? weird thing to say? We got sweet blood, and you said it in a sex voice. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel nauseous. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because they think I'm not a vampire. Some people are, though, aren't they? Some people get by that whole kind of vampire, sexy thing. I know. I know uh, something like that. Uh, it's like, no. Have they got that? Have they? What? Does he try and drink your blood? Wait, he, he bites me. Uh, what? But I mean, yeah. a little, little bit of fun biting, and you know, a little bit of slap and tickle, yeah. and a bit bite. That's fine. But what, does he try and pierce your skin? Yeah, I've seen him bite my neck. I've seen full blown bite. Oh well, that's just mental. Yeah, horrible. So I like no, I don't see him anymore. No, good, exactly. Swift knee to the groin. That soon uh, knock a vampire down. Oh, too right. Over these, so pretty garlic and sprayed. Is, is it? Yeah. Quick knee to the, you know. Weirdos. You hang out with yeah. a lot of perverts, Dark Breath. I do perverts and weirdos. Yep, yep. Well, I'm sure you love it. Well, That's thanks it. for calling. That's right. Have your fun. Uh, Jerry, you're you're in your chair now. Yeah, I'll stick some dog food on the pants. Yeah, no, it's dog food. I dog food. Yes. So you've got the wrong thing down there. Sorry. Did someone did someone come and get you back in your chair? Yeah. Okay. Everything's all right. Everything's fine and nice and cosy. Okay. Are you in bed? No, my chair. Is, is anyone going to put you in bed tonight? No, they, they won't put me in bed. Why? Because I haven't got a hoist. Oh, why haven't you got a hoist? Because for social services, they only ordered me one. So, so you're going to stay in your chair all night? Yeah. That's rubbish. Get the socials, get, get occupational health to get you a bloody hoist. They've put in a referral. Can't 
It costs them more to send somebody out to come keep pulling you in the chair. They've, they've, they've put in a referral to get you a hoist. I would, de- Jerry, demand a bloody hoist and demand that someone comes and puts you to bed. If you can't do it, then of course the, they should come and do that. That's basic um, social care. Human rights can't wonder. Well, you know, I had to deal with all this kind of nonsense with my mum, but I, I made bloody sure that she had a hoist and uh, the, the people came and put her to bed. They, they, put, they put one in the living room. Yeah. All it's good for is polishing the lights. Right. How much does a hoist cost these days? I think it costs them two grand. Jesus. Well, well there goes my idea two of buying grand, one. Two grand is like a grand machine out of a toy story. I've, I've seen them. They, you know, they're kind of... Uh, they're, they're, they're not the safest-looking things, if I'm completely honest. But, um, well, Jerry, you have sympathy. I, I, you know, I, I think you should push... The, get Mrs Jerry to push them a bit and get them... You can't spend all night... Do you, do you always sleep in your chair? Yeah. You can't do that. That's no good. Mrs Jerry comes. That's no good at all, mate. Mrs Jerry's brilliant. Well, Mrs Jerry sounds awesome. But you can't... That, that's no life. You, you can't do that, mate. Get Mrs. Jerry to give him a right rollicking on the phone. She tell him you tell him you've been on the radio and complained about it. She's like a rottweiler. Oh, I've, 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 I feel terrible that they won't. They, like, listen, I've been to these occupational health um, places in the hospital. They got tons of hoists and broken wheelchairs and bits and pieces in their cupboards. It don't take much to do it. What they don't want to do is send someone round to put you into bed at night because that that's going to be like half an hour, forty five minutes at least, with, with probably two people. It's changed my cares. I've got better cares now. Okay. Do they still um, <clears throat> give you the old? Uh... Oh, well, <laughs> if you close your eyes, you know. Anyway, Jerry, was there anything you wanted? Yeah. Go on then. I forgot. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Dan, Chris, be with you after this. Kings of Leon. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I was miles away. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Oh, what's going on now? The whole show's collapsing around our ears. Hang on a second. Let's go to Dan in Finsbury Park. Yes, Dan. Hi, Ian. Dan, what's it like in Finsbury Park? Any action? No, it's pretty quiet. Yeah, I think we've there's, there's, there's sixteen thousand coppers in London. I, I, I don't think it's going to really going to happen tonight, is it? I think I think no, London I is safe. Oh, Manchester and Liverpool, it would appear, are, 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 are yeah. struggling. Oh well, not good. Did you hear the woman, the girl on the news? She was asked why why is she doing it? Well, we to get any money, people tell us we've got to go and get a job. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's life. That's that's how that's, that's how it works, baby. That's how it works. I'm afraid. That's how it works. Anyway. Life's hard. Life is hard on the boulevard. Anyway, Daniel, what can I do for you? I wanted to talk about youth clubs because I, I I was listening to you right at the start. Yep. And you're disturbing. Recollections of youth clubs. Well, it, it, was, it was it was the Cubs. It wasn't a youth club. It was, it was the Cubs. I was nearly sexually abused in. Uh, but my uh, my experience is sort of directly opposite of that. Oh, what? Well, you sexually really abuse someone in a in a in a club? No, no. Let, let's, I'll, I'll explain. Okay, I'll be. I'll I keep. I'll, you, I'll keep quiet. You do the talking. No, Where no, you go? It's all right. You interject whenever you like. Good lad. I went to a club which was like an eighties thing. Do you remember? It's quite naive. Going on now. Do you remember latchkey kids when that was the big menace? Everyone was worried about single. Oh, it was the uh, latch- yeah. The latchkey kids were the kids who, who would let themselves in after school and cook their own tea and yeah. stuff. Yes. Yes, such a menace. And we were, we went to a youth club, which we picked all the kids up from school in this yellow bus, and we went there. And it's mostly the hard kids, but it was some geeky kids like yeah. me. Yeah. And it was run by this really cool hippie guy called Jeff. 
Yeah. And it, and he did all the things like the, the, why are they saying that youth clubs are good now? He made they made beans on toast and helped us with our homework and did art projects. Yeah. And it, you know, we played swing ball and played pool and all those stuff that was sort of socially cohesive and kept kids in school. And you know, that's the reason they're saying it now. Yeah. And this guy was really cool. And he went on Robert Kilroy. Do you remember he had a daytime talk show? Robert Sorry, Kilroy I'm yawning, but not because you're boring. I'm just tired. Yes, I do. The Silver Fox. I was talking to someone about this the other day, and if there was like a, a vaguely attractive woman, he'd always kind of put his arms around there and go, so, um, tell us. He's a horrible man. Well, you know, I, I used to enjoy the programme. I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a wonderful he, he, chap. But this guy, Jeff, went on this Kilroy Silk programme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, they were all about youth clubs. And because he was a bloke running a youth club, oh. Kilroy Seek slimed all over him, insinuating he was a pervert yeah. and really damaged this guy's reputation. You're and joking. He had to quit. And then the, he had to quit and move away, and this youth club basically had to close down. Unbelievable. Yeah, so youth clubs are good and Kilroy Silk is evil. Well, I know, well we, we can't say for a second that Kilroy Silk is evil, for goodness sakes, but um, yes, yeah, so, so that's a, a shame. Uh, Chris, I'm going to come... I tell you, everyone's calling in. You keep calling in. I'm going to go to Chris first. He's been waiting for a while. Yes, Chris! Yeah, man. Chris, what can I do for you, sir? Yeah, uh, yeah just like the mood of it. I was, uh, was going to tell you about the uh, mosquitoes. Yes? Um, You've got quite a strong accent, haven't you? Yeah, I'm from um, Stockton, the Middlesbrough. OK, the, uh, it's, quite, it's, quite, it's quite a strong accent. It's, I, I like it when there's an English accent that I struggle to understand, but go on. Uh, can you hear me all right, though? I can hear I'm you all right, yes, sir. I'm just, it's just, listen, it's not you, it's me. I'm, a, I'm an idiot and, and probably a little bit <laughs> regional racist, so ignore me. Uh, yeah, that's fine, mate. No, I've been called worse. Uh? Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, mosquitoes. Yes. Uh, quinine. You can get quinine tablets. Now, uh, do I have to take them a month before I go away, though? No, you don't, because if you... Do you know... Uh, do you know... Um, Indian tonic water. In, uh, yes. Oh, listen. I I have had this conversation. Go on. Yes, that was invented for for the Raj to stop them getting beaten mos- by mosquitoes. Well, there you go. You just have to drink that. Oh, that right stuff there. tastes. That tastes. Stuff tastes oh, rank. Right but uh, yeah, that's the best thing to do. Cause I went. I went to Canada and I got eaten by mosquitoes. In and... Canada. Yeah, in Canada. Canada doesn't have mosquitoes, does it? I oh, there was loads. Well, we lived near the well. I was. I went there for the wedding. I was there for three weeks. And they live near some woods, so there was quite a few mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that's what we've got to talk about anyway. All right, uh, Chris. Listen, I appreciate the tip. Very kind of you. Thank you very much. We're going to take some calls straight to air before Mark Crosley comes on. Oh, who's it, Mark? Who's on uh, tonight, Eloise? I'm going to say, is it Mark who's on? Hello, hello, yes, hello, hello. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> I'm doing the podcast. I know. You. Is it Mark who's on tonight? Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, so we'll take some calls straight to air, shall we, for the last 10, 15 minutes of the show. I hope I've kept back counted this properly, because I need to for the uh, for the news. We'll see how it goes. Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen is the phone number. Let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Oh, no, hang on, that's, that's the wrong fader. Line three, you're on the wireless. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. The thing is, I'm imagining you're doing the sexy Marilyn Monroe dance at the same time. Happy birthday to me. You, yes, yes. Who hates Barry from Watford because he was betrayed by him. Well. Happy birthday to me. Notice Barry from Watford has been a little bit silent the last couple of days. 
I've worked out he's the evil Jim will fix it. He makes promises. <laughs> <laughs> he brings you up and goes, now then, now then. I'm going to take it myself. You know you wanted to have, like, tea with Mr. T. I'm going to have it. You can look through a window. Hey, that's not a bad idea for a show, is it? Evil, <laughs> evil Jim will fix it. Ian Lee shattered dreams. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Anything else you want to say, Rob? <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's go to um, line four. You're on the wire. Oh no, you've gone. Let's go to line two. You're on the. Where's my line two? You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, line two. It's uh, John, the Pradeep champion here from Warwick. Let's go to line one. Line one. You're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Is that me? Yes. Hey, it's Cola. Hello, Cola. Oh, right, I've signed before. OK, Colour. What do I... What, what do you want me to talk about? Well, Colour, I don't know. What do you want to talk about, Colour? Do you want me to talk about Colour? Want to talk about Colour, Colour? What Colour do you want me to talk about? I tell you what, why don't you talk to Rick? Rick, say hello to Cola. Cola, say hello to Rick, and I'm going to sit back. Good night. Oh, Colour, Hello, Rick. Hello, Rick. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, what do you want me to talk about today? I'm going to talk about uh, youth clubs, uh, lack of them. What do you mean, a lack of them? Well, I reckon the reason these youngsters are out in here yeah, is because there's a lack of youth clubs, yeah. So I reckon, yeah, they should open more lab dancing clubs and more strip clubs than these youngsters are somewhere to go. Where? Lab dancing clubs and strip clubs. No, where? Open... Everywhere, all over the high street. What? You know, like Amsterdam, you mean? Uh, something like that, yeah. All right, everywhere? Yeah, yeah I reckon, yeah. And, yeah, and you're going to pay for it? No, 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 I won't, yeah. Oh, no, is he going to get it free? Uh, listen, do, do you want to buy a 52-inch flat-screen plasma TV? <laughs>
if I'm on air. I don't know if I'm too tired. If I am, I hope everyone's okay. Uh, if not, I'm talking to myself. <sighs> well, what a night. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm just going to hang up because I'm a bit scared and confused. So, uh, bye everyone, if I'm on air. I'm eating some chips. Oh, hello? Yeah, I'm eating some chips. Do you want some? I thought I hung up, but I didn't hit the button. Go away. What? Go to sleep. That's probably a good idea, but, um... Yeah. yeah. Do you want some chicken? Uh, not from you. Not from you, sorry. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Uh, and that's um, kind of it. Really? <laughs> sort of just fizzled out a little bit, as it, as it does from time to time, and it's, it's more than welcome to every now and then. We don't mind that at all. Um, if you missed any of the show tonight, or any of the shows, maybe you're, you're, you're new to it and you want to hear some more, I thoroughly recommend you download the podcasts. Lots of different ones you can get. Um, if you go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, you'll see the full show, the best bits, the best of Barry, Shepherd's Pie, um, Important Target, loads of different um, uh, podcasts. Or you can get most of those uh, if you go to uh, www.absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash Ian Lee. Um, that's, that's pretty much all we have to say on the matter, isn't it, Eloise? Yes. Oh, we go. I'm just talking up. I've got to get it bang on. I've got to start this stereophonic song at exactly the right moment. At what time? Um, in six seconds, I think. There's Let's so do a much. Countdown. Two, one, go. Ooh. Now, hopefully, this means that we'll go into the ads at the right time and then we'll go into the news at the right time. It's Mark's problem now. Well, Mark's only got 10 second ads as well. What? You've only got 10 second ads between now and then? Yeah. He can do it. Well, he's going to have to. I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> Good luck, Mark! <laughs>